Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Pooler. My guest is Gary Greenberg. And Gary Greenberg is running for the New York State Senate. Um... What district? 46th. In the 46th Senatorial District. And um, Gary's here to talk about his story, which is very interesting. So, Gary, you you didn't get the Democratic nod by just a few signatures, right? Correct. Yes, we filed petitions and... um 337, um, and some of them were for, in New York State, um, very uh, trivial technical reasons, like, you know, one looked like a three, or an I wasn't dotted, or T wasn't crossed. What? Yeah, it's very archaic, the New York State laws. New York State has more election law lawsuits than any other state, Um, so it was ruled that I only out of the 337, only 291 were valid, and I needed 300, and uh, so uh, I, I, you know, there was no primary against myself and Michelle Hinchy. Now Hinchy, uh, when my petitions were objected to, stated to the local news media that her campaign had nothing to do with the objections. Um, lo and behold, when on July 15th, when she filed her financial reports uh, with the New York State Board of Elections, um, she paid, her campaign paid Alan Goldstone $13,500, plus she paid the court fees of $320 and other fees. So um, she obviously didn't tell the truth when she said that she didn't object to my petition. She did. She paid for the lawyer. And... Uh, she was just uh, scared to face me in a one-on-one primary. So you you guys have been slugging it out from the very beginning. And, you know, the um, Democratic parties in the different counties are favoring henching. Um, do you know why that is? Well... Not particularly. I mean, since I helped the um, New York State Senate Democrats, um, spent a, my wife and I spent our retirement money to support New York State Senate Democratic candidates in 2016-2018, and children uh, went around the state and held at least 18 rallies with uh, Senate Democratic candidates to help flip the Senate. Um, and we, I did that because the Republicans um, in the Senate wouldn't pass the Child Victims Act and, and Aaron's law and other laws that I wanted to see passed. So, you, you know, why um, I didn't garner the support um, and why basically um, 
I was bullied out of the race by the five counties. Committee people were told uh, not to carry my petitions. We didn't have one uh, uh, committee person in, in, in Greene County, carry where I'm from. They were told not to carry my petitions, Schenectady, Albany, uh, Montgomery, Ulster. And so um, process to get the signatures when you have, you know, five county chairmen, uh, um, chair people telling their committee people not to help me. In other areas of the state, such as down in Suffolk County, uh, Westchester County, the county chairman allowed uh, all candidates to get on the ballot, um, all, you know, to carry for all the Democrats. That was the proper way to go. And uh, if they had done that, then the, the people would have decided this. The Democratic voters of the 46th District would have had a voice uh, on June 23rd. They would have went to the polls or they would have sent their absentee ballots in and made the decision. But that isn't how it went. Michelle, and she wanted to obstruct justice and paid uh, 10%. She raised money, and she paid for that. She took campaign contributions and used them against me to get me out of the race. And Michelle Hinchy, did she know the efforts that you went through to get this passed? I'm sure she did. I'm sure she did. She she claims that she got in the race first, you know, um, before I got in. And, um, you know, we didn't know if uh, George Amador was going to run in the first place. And the second place, mm-hmm. I was down in the Capitol um, working as hard as I could to get, you know, the Child Victims Act passed, Aaron's Law, and other laws passed. And so, you know, I couldn't make that decision until after the legislative session. I wanted to wait and see what uh, Senator Amador was going to do. And I got in the race in December, and they told me that it already was decided, that they had already decided on Michelle. And, uh, you know, they slammed the door in my face. And so for the, this behavior, hostile behavior, when he, when he when he went around to the different committees and the way they, you know, uh, treated my wife and I, um, you know, I'm going to continue this campaign, and we're uh, seeking an independent line or a write-in candidacy. But first, we're going to attempt to get an independence line. The governor reopened the process. He had um, independence line petitioning, uh, but on June 30th, he opened it back up, and we've been out petitioning to get the independent line. So how many signatures do you need to get on the ballot for the independent line? 2,100 currently. So um, as you as you know, and as I learned through the Democratic uh, petitioning, in this state you need about double. So I would say you would, uh, because the way the laws are written in this state, uh, first of all, they don't allow electronic signing. I think many other states have gone to that where um, a voter, especially in this uh, pandemic where you the voter could go onto their computer phone and and sign electronically to support a candidate uh, this state hasn't allowed that um, so it, it's very difficult to go to people's houses and knock on their door when you have you know I was just watching County Executive McCoy said you know 27 positive cases new in Albany County and so you know that's part of my district so it's impossible to go door-to-door and I'm not sending anyone out door-to-door um, to get the signatures. 
It's just we're doing it by, you know, um, email, mailing out petitions to people and asking them to get, you know, their friends and, you know, people they see. Um, we've done some supermarket, you know, it's hard even to do that. People don't want to come within, you know, close, use a pen. Right. So it's a very difficult process, and, and I've asked the governor to even reduce the, 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 the threshold to, to get, the 2100 i'd like to see it reduced to 900 because he reduced parties usually have to get a thousand he reduced that to 300 which is 70 percent but when it came to the independent line petitions he only reduced it by 30 uh percent so 3000 or 30 percent is 2100 i'd like to see him reduce it to the same 70 percent as he did the political um for the political parties back in March, and that would reduce it to 900 signatures. And I think that would be fair. Then you would have the political parties, he reduced, you know, 70%, and now the independence line, he reduced 70%, particularly with the environment in it. And it's impossible, uh, practically, it was impossible back in March to get um, people to go out, particularly not being backed by, uh, you know, the political uh, parties. Um it was impossible then, and it's impossible now, even worse, because people are scared and what's going on in the country, and everybody's and and it's understandable. Every day you hear that you know the other states, uh, it's getting worse. The governor, you know, says it's a national crisis. You know, it's a national crisis. Why is Governor Cuomo sending petitioners out to you know, want inspectors to go to houses and get 2,100 signatures? If it's a national crisis, then you go to electronic signing. And that's what I'm urging this governor to do. I mean, on one hand, he's saying, you know, you have to be safe, you have to wear a mask, you have to, you know, social distancing. But on the other hand, he's saying, well, to get the independence line, you have to go out and, you know, do the door-to-door. So it's a double standard, and he should uh, correct that. Have you spoken to any of the county chairmen? What's the, what's their, uh, you know, reaction to to the fact of what's going on? Well, I, they don't want me to run. They haven't wanted me to run from day one. They've been against my candidacy. So, um, um, you know, that doesn't stop me because I feel that um, the people of this district should have the the, the final decision on uh, who is going to be their state senator come November. Uh, I have the qualifications. Uh, I fought for the Child Victims Act. I fought for Aaron's Law. Uh, I'm a land owner here in Greene County. Uh, I, you know, I was born in Greene County in the district. And, uh, you know, Michelle Hinchy, time and time again, has shown she lacks the experience, uh, has no legislative record. I was an Albany County uh, legislator. And then there's a Republican opponent who thinks he's going to win because his name is close to Amador, but he spells it, mm-hmm. you know, differently. A M E D U R E. You know, he re- he doesn't have any legislative experience, and his campaign is being run by the, the state Senate Republicans, uh, um, who 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 are supporters of President Trump. So I don't think the district uh, particularly would want that, you know, uh, kind of representation in, in this district. So I, I feel I'm the, the, the most qualified candidate. Uh, I'm not a yes person. I, I try to, 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 as I've shown, I have a record of, of taking on uh, the church, of taking on the insurance companies, of taking on special interest groups. 
uh, I'm not, you know, I, I took on the governor, uh, and I think it's just um, they don't want me, uh, you know, the lobbyists, the political establishment, the Democratic Party leaders, um, the county chairman. They don't want me in the in the seat because I'm not a yes person. I'm a person that goes down and fights for what I believe in. And I get through laws that I got done. Um, Child Victims Act lingered for decades in Aaron's law in this state. And I was able to, and one of them was for the um, Child Victims Act was being held up in the Republican Senate, but Aaron's law was being held up in the Assembly, the Democrat. And uh, so I was able to, you know, work with um, both parties I can work with. I have a proven record of that when I was a legislator in Albany County, a county legislator. And, uh, you know, I can represent people. I can get the New York State Health Care Act passed in this state. So um, everybody has good health care, everybody, every citizen. And I can get laws passed to protect this environment. I supported uh, Assemblywoman Fahey's uh, Environmental Bond Act increased even over what the governor proposed, I think $3 billion. I She proposed more. I want to see more money pumped into this district, not to protect the environment. Uh, this district has a high rate of opiate deaths. Uh, farmers committing suicide, um, and it's even gotten worse with the coronavirus. So, you know, I'm, I, I, George Amador did a good job of that. He, he, he was on, you know, he was, I think, chairman of the um, um, you know, opiate problem there. And, and, and so I want to continue those efforts to, to get money into this district to, to fight, uh, you know, dealers and, and keep the drugs out and get the people therapy that need therapy. And so there's a lot of problems in this district. Uh, there's a lot of problems in society, in the state, upstate. And y- y- we can't take a risk on someone, uh, two candidates that have no legislative uh, or really political experience in how the Capitol works. I'm ready to go down to the Capitol. I've been there for the last five years fighting, uh, protecting children. Uh, I think I'm a champion of the Child Victims Act and Aaron's Law, which uh, Child Victims Act will, will for, for decades help protect kids away, get abusers off the street. Uh, child sexual abuse is a major problem, and I believe it's causing a lot of the opiate problems we have in this society. And um, also Aaron's Law is mandatory this September, so Aaron's Law is named after Aaron Marin. It's uh, in many states, and it'll... It's mandatory now in New York State that children, um, I believe it's K through 8th grade, will um, receive a mandatory training on good touch, bad touch, um, person of authority. You know that this person did that to you, even though this person, this monster, uh, will tell you not to tell anybody. It's okay to tell. So those are two major laws that I help bring to the state. Um, also, many other good laws have passed in the state as a result of my work going across uh, New York supporting Democratic senators. Um, and so, you know, I'm ready to go down to Albany the first day, roll up my sleeves and fight for these people of this district, the 46th district, and get their share of, of education funding uh, and all sorts of funding, uh, broadband, increased broadband. I've been around the district in certain areas they're very poor broadband, and uh, in this environment, everybody needs good broadband. So I'm ready to go in there and f- fight for that. I have ideas uh, on how we can I- increase income, um, and I'm ready to do that, and I and I want to do it. 
Have you, have you spoken to anybody about possibly um, debating your opponents? Yes, I, I'm willing to debate uh, my opponents, yes. And I hope they agree to debate and uh, we'll have debates and let the let the, the voters of the district decide who is the best uh, person to represent them. So, um, you know, in, in light of the pandemic, um, you have to get an awful lot of signatures. And if that doesn't pan out, you're saying you're going to do a write-in? Is that difficult, do you think? Yes, I'll do a write-in. Yes, I'm going to. I'll be at, I'll be on, and the people will be able to vote for me in November. I'll do a write-in um, if we're, if we're, you know, um, if we don't get on the uh, independence line. I think we will get on the independence line, but if we don't, like I said, it's, you know, I'm sure once I submit my petitions, um, just like with my Democratic ones, they'll be objected to and high-powered New York City uh, lawyers, you know, hired by my opponent. Either Hinchy or Amador uh, will come in and uh, object to him, I'm sure. And um, so, you know, we'll see. But definitely, uh, I think that as a result of, uh, you know, what is going on here with the election petitioning and the process, uh, I'm not the only candidate who was, um, you know, affected by the, the, the coronavirus situation that this state has to go to electronic signing. There's no reason why people in this day and age can't go to their computer and sign. Um, and this would take the power, really, of the bullying away from the county committees and the county chair people because, you know, they use the, the petitions. They force the committeemen out to go collect the signatures for the candidates that they want because a lot of these jobs in the town, they're on planning boards. And, you know, even though they want to support you, uh, you know, they're threatened. So if they don't go out and support that the candidate that the county chairman wants you to support or your town chairman, and then they're told, well, we'll take your planning board position away. You know, we'll primary you for your committeeman seat. So um, if you can have electronic signing where people can just go on and sign for the candidate they want, this will open up the process more. And I think that's what we have to do in New York, open up the election laws for far too long in this state. The insiders, the establishment, they've had the, the uh, you know, they control everything. And it, it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, look at the look at our with the situation we're in because of the two two parties, you know. Even with the coronavirus, it's become a political issue. It's ridiculous. Uh, you know, people are dying and they're arguing about, uh, you know, mm-hmm. each other, mm-hmm. political mm-hmm. parties. They, they can't even come to a resolution on things. So, you know, people have to t- take their, their, their government back. Uh, it's just not working the way it is today. So, um, you know, I want to get down to Albany and bring those changes and, and make, you know, upstate New York um, what it can be. Now, do you think that because we're in this pandemic, people are sick, people are dying, and the political system has not lowered the bar any? Do you think no. this is voter depression? Uh, it could. Yeah, it, it's people are depressed, yes. 
and that's why you have more opium, more suicide. No, 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 no. Voter suppression. You think that the politicians are using this as a way to not have people come to the polls or sign petitions? Uh, Are they using the coronavirus? Um, Right. No. Uh, to me, you wouldn't allow anybody out on to, to go out and get signatures in this environment. Uh, I mean, the state of Vermont did that. So they suspended the the um, petitioning process, you know, altogether. You know, my campaign suggested that early on, you know, candidates that had filed with the um, Board of Elections, had raised money, you know, had made the effort to go out, just allow them on the ballot and let the people decide. Don't be going out and getting signatures. So, yes, uh, in, in that respect, um, the coronavirus, yeah, uh, you know, it has kept, you know, it, it has favored political party candidates because they have the, the, the commitment and someone that doesn't has to go out and rely on uh, individuals that aren't even uh, affiliated with political parties um, that but want to help you, those people, um, so you know, are more at risk, and it's harder for them. So yes, they have used the coronavirus. Mm. So ultimately, in your case, the fact that you're not being embraced, even though you worked hard to flip the state Senate, get an important law passed, who do you think is ultimately responsible for the fact that you're not being embraced by the Democratic Party in your district? Oh, I think a lot of it is, as I said, um, that, you know, I can be uh, boisterous. I can be, um, you know, um, fight for people. You know, I, like I said, I took on very powerful interest groups, uh, the church. Uh, you know, I, you know I, I stood up to the governor because um, I wanted the law passed. So, you know, I wanted this, these laws passed. So, you know, I think it's a combination of, of you know, uh, the establishment, the Democratic Party leaders, um, um, and, um, you know, lobbyists and, and different factions, mainly the establishment. You know these insiders uh, who, 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 who who benefit off of the system we have today, uh, and and sometimes, as we see in the past, it can become corrupt. That every individual is corrupt. That 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 is. But the system that we have tends to lend, you know, lead to corruption. And um, you know, we have to change some of these laws to 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 take the so much power in New York. Uh, with the insiders, the establishment, um, you know, back to the people and uh, give them more rights and uh, who and who they're going to uh, choose to. Uh, very few people actually choose who their representatives is because uh, in this case, uh, you know, you know, Hinchy was able to you know, use the election law against me, denying the people a right to choose. So, you know, so Hinchy automatically became the Democratic nominee without even having a primary. And, uh, you know, a lot of in other districts, too, this happens. So, you know, people don't vote. Uh, the non-enrolled in this state, people that don't enroll in a political party, really have, have very little if they want to stay independent uh, because in a lot of areas the, the primaries decide who the candidates are. 
And so, um, you know, they're, they're, they're given these candidates that oh, we have to vote, you know, can another uh, California, I think, has open primaries where, you know, non-enrolls can vote. And so there, there can be changes made to, to open up the process, and uh, I think you would see a better form of government in New York. I mean, you know, the governor, he's done a lot of good, uh, you know, with the coronavirus, but we still have to look at, you know, over 32,000 people died in New York State. I mean, that's a lot right. of people. I mean, that's nothing to yeah. celebrate. I mean, that, you know, that's heartbreaking, and a lot of them were in nursing homes and uh so that, you know, there's a lot of work to be done in this state to, to improve it. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm ready to roll up my sleeves and get down there. So all of the uh, legislators that stood by you when you would do press conferences, has anybody, has any one of them contacted you about the situation you're in right now? Um, No, not one of them. No, I I I just can't fathom this. This is terrible. So um, that's the way we're saying. That's the way this we have in this New York State is we have these senators and assembly people, and they run spend you know spend eighty percent of their time running around fundraising and, and and you know trying to get money for their campaigns and, and, you know, and, and these type things. And, you know, if you have more money, you can, you know, you can get more done. And, but, um, you know, so, you know, more influence, the richer people have more influence. You know, this is another thing that needs to be changed. And in the court systems, if you have money, you know, you can get better justice than, you know, than a person without any money and all these type uh, um, you know situations uh, you know finance reform campaign finance reform we need uh, election law changes we need uh, to open up the process and give the average citizen a better chance of you know I, I know a lot of people that might run for political office but you know they don't want to get involved in all like I, they don't want to go through what I went through you know with the committee people right. and, 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 and all that whole crazy insane process of uh, of what I had to go through, my family had to go through. It, it's just, you know, not correct. It's not the way to go. So, it's not going to come up with the best candidate. I welcome your opponents to come on focus on all the Mr. Amador and uh, Michelle Henchy to come on focus on Albany and to talk about, you know, what their what their working on it and their thoughts about the political process in your Senate district. So we have a minute left, Gary. Can you give us your contact information in case anybody wants to help you? Sure. My website is www.greenberg4forny. You know, dot com. That's all together. Greenberg for New York. You can email me at Greenberg uh, G capital G and then my last name G R E N B E R G twenty one at aol dot com. And I wanted to say this too. Um, you know, one of the things that I wanted to get out in the primary was Michelle Hinchy's voting record. She has a terrible voting record. In two thousand eighteen, there was two big elections in this district. One for Eden O'Connor. 
in a special election in April 2018. Uh, Eden lost, I think, under 300 votes. Michelle Hinchy never bothered to vote. When, and in 2018, there was a federal uh, congressional primary uh, to decide uh, this district, uh, the 19th district that most of the 46th is in, um, had John Faso, the Democratic Party, uh, and and made this a key, you know, take over the House, a key seat. Um, there was a uh, there was a, a multi-candidate uh, primary in June 2018 to, to decide a Democratic candidate who, who would run against John Faso. Michelle Hinch mm-hmm. was a no-show. She didn't vote in 2017. She's never voted in a presidential primary. She has a terrible voting record. And, and, wow. and I mean, coming from a political family like she has, you would think that, you know, it would be more on her. Uh, I remember with sure. Carolyn Kennedy, I don't know if you remember, one of the issues that, that she got knocked out of running for uh, senator here in New York is that she had a terrible voting record. So, I mean, mm. the only time Michelle and she decided to vote was when she won decided she wanted to be a state senator. That That isn't the way to go. We need somebody to, that myself, I've never missed an election. Teen, I registered and I voted in every election and primary. This is the kind of commitment I've always had, and this is why I want to go to the New York State Senate. Okay, Gary, thank you for being on Focus on Albany, and thank you, thank everybody, you. for listening. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.